As a Pharisee of the Pharisees, what did Saul believe? Well, I guess it would start with the idea that God was the God of very gods. He had no rival. Sure, the other nations may have their gods, but none could compare to the God of Israel. He and he alone had created this world, protected his people through Egyptian captivity, led them under Moses to the Promised Land, and spoken through the prophets during times of great darkness. And now, even though they were living in Roman-occupied lands, they were able to worship God pretty much as they pleased. So if they kept Rome happy, they were happy. He also believed that this usurper, Jesus, was not God as he claimed, was not the Messiah as they claimed, and was not alive as they claimed. You sometimes hear people say that it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you are sincere about what you believe. R.C. Sproul calls this a monstrous lie, and there are a lot of people who believe that. But I would argue that what matters is not how strongly you believe something, but rather what you believe. It doesn't matter how much you believe you can fly. If you jump off the top of a skyscraper, gravity will win. It doesn't matter how much you believe you can walk through a burning forest. You could still die. It doesn't matter how much you believe the Toronto Maple Leafs will win the Stanley Cup this year. Well, you get the idea. Someday they will. It's been over 50 years. You get the idea. Saul had very firmly held beliefs, and there were aspects of what he believed that were true. But now he realized that at his core, he was unbelieving because many things he believed in were in fact not true. He knew that unless he believed in those things that were true, he was still among the unbelieving. Saul would have believed in what we know as the Old Testament, the books of the law, history, poetry, and the prophets, and he believed it. But then Jesus met him on that road to Damascus. He challenged him with, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul realized that what he believed was wrong. That doesn't mean that Saul suddenly discarded his scriptures and what they taught him, but now he had to interpret the truth of God's word with the reality of God's word, Jesus, and his teaching, and Jesus makes all the difference in the world. Over the years, I've had a lot of discussions with many people around the authority of God's word. Later, Paul writes to Timothy, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Salvation Army, the first doctrine is, we believe that the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments were given by inspiration of God and that they only constitute the divine rule of Christian faith and practice. My own church states, we believe that all scripture, both Old and New Testaments, are inspired by God as men of God were moved by the Holy Spirit. We accept the entire Bible to be the infallible word of God and the final, complete, and authoritative guide for the faith and life of Christian discipleship. The bottom line is the level of authority the scriptures are given, and this is an area where it's easier to give lip service than to actually believe it. The Bible is full of instances where its teachings are not comfortable or convenient. It always comes down to application, 
teaching, rebuking, correcting, training, trustworthy standard for Christian faith and life. So the principle is to interpret life's events in the light of Scripture and not the other way around. To understand Scripture, it means understanding the context. To answer the basic but not simple question, what did this mean to the people it was first written to? The temptation is to superimpose our context onto the scriptures, and that can be a serious mistake. I recall a conversation with a denominational leader who made his beliefs quite clear. The Bible is not the final authority. Jesus is. And all I could think was, how does that work? In practical terms, it's so easy to take an overall concept from today's world and apply it to scripture. If Scripture says one thing, and Jesus says something different to you, I can't believe he would contradict Scripture. To claim that Jesus says it, and it's different from what the Bible says, maybe what you're hearing isn't really Jesus. For example, do you believe God wants you to be happy? Sure, I can accept that. There are many examples where your happiness is not his primary concern, but overall, sure. So you can say, since God wants me to be happy, and dumping my wife for the new love of my life would make me happy, that's what he wants me to do. Um, no. I'm sure God wants you to be happy, but even more, he wants you to be holy. He also knows that ultimately being holy will lead to eternal happiness, not because our holiness will earn us a place in heaven, but because the relationship we have with the Lord in this life carries on into eternity. So take his word seriously and give it the authority it deserves. It is his word after all.